Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, I'm Orlando Eastwood, director of On the Road, The Search for Bigfoot, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. You are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. I got another movie review for you. Actually, it is a series review. I finally done it. I finally watched Game of Thrones. I know I'm late to this party. I'm really late. I'm so late that, like, my wife and I go around wanting to make Game of Thrones references, but then we realize that that, that was, like, that's, like, so 2016. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here we are five years later, and we want to, like, you know, tell people that winter is coming, and, you know, a Lannister always pays his debts, and, you know, like, like you know, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated, and, and you know, pick your Game of Thrones uh, 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 reference, and, and we want to do that, we we want to bring them into our, like, daily life, uh, yet we, we feel the rest of the world has moved on, and here we are watching it for the first time, which, you know, is very interesting, because I, I I literally, in the middle of watching Game of Thrones, I saw a random person on Twitter. So, you know, I sometimes when I'm bored, not all the time, I, I try to, and, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lame when it comes to social media, on, honestly. I mean, if any of you guys see my social media feeds, like, I, I like rarely ever post or rarely ever comment on people or do any of that stuff. I'm so bad at it, like... Like, <laughs> if there's anything that is my my weakest link, it's my ability to use social media. It's not that I don't know how, it's just that I don't find it too terribly interesting, right? There's, like, so much more interesting things that I could do. You know, like, like here's something highly nerdy about me. I literally uh, will pull up uh, Magic the Gathering, you know, that nerdy card game on my phone, and, and play that, you know, there's this like, like they, they built a, a version of it called Magic the Gathering Arena, which 
was actually like pretty awesome because like I used to play Magic Online, uh, but the one thing that I really didn't like about Magic Online is like I would literally get killed by people that were like you know had nothing better to do but play Magic all day and 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 really killed by people that could afford like really amazing cards right like <laughs> like I was always a casual player right? like I like to play it it's fun but that's about it <laughs> you know what I mean I'm not gonna go <laughs> win tournaments or anything right you know like like <laughs> a good night with some friends that, that that's what it was for me and uh arena kind of fixed that problem they pair you with people that you can actually beat like you don't just lose all the time as a casual player which I like you know like like, you know, there's a lot of games where if you're a casual player, you don't want to dedicate your life to the game, uh, you just lose, <laughs> right? And I hate those games. I'm, I'm not a big fan of just losing all the time, you know? Like, why play a game if if you can't be a casual player, you know? <laughs> like, like, you don't have to dedicate your life. Anyways, wow, that was a tangent. So back to Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, so anyways, I, uh, I, I'm late to this train, right? So, uh... Yeah, very, very late to the Game of Thrones train. Uh, I, you know, one thing I really love about the series. Uh, oh, uh, Twitter. You know, I, I almost forgot to. In the middle of my weird thing about Magic the Gathering, I forgot to tell you about Twitter and about the Game of Thrones thing that I heard on Twitter. So, anyways, in the middle, like we were on like season four when I saw this, but in the middle, I saw some rando on Twitter. So, you know, sometimes Twitter shows you people that are following or someone like someone that someone else said, or I don't know, it, it shows you stuff that's not on your normal feed sometimes and i saw uh you know someone that said on twitter man i really wish i could have amnesia so i could watch game of thrones like it was the very first time again you know <laughs> or something like that like they they really wanted to like see game of thrones again as if they had never watched it before and i was sitting there thinking that's me i'm watching it right now like i don't even know how it ends i haven't read any of the books <laughs> you know I, I i am watching this for the very first time without you know like the rest of the world has already seen how it ends and already knows the story and and here i am and and i had to you know <laughs> interact with that person uh because i just thought it was kind of funny that that somebody was <laughs> wishing for the experience that i am having like literally right now like like somehow my <laughs> situation has been envious and and honestly you know my situation was largely self-inflicted i had nothing wrong with game of thrones i i would like to watch it it's just i never phantomed paying for hbo <laughs> like like that was the big thing like HBO for me was always a kind of a frivolous expense, you know, $15 a month to watch like one TV show, <laughs> you know, that didn't seem worth it to me. But then, you know, HBO did a really smart move. They put a bunch of new movies that I want to see that, you know, if I go to the theater and watch them and, and you know, spend <laughs> the, the theater uh, ticket prices to go see them. I, I would spend way more than I'm paying for this year of HBO, right? So brilliant move on their part. They got me a bunch of content that I would have spent a lot of money on and, and offered me a cheaper way to do it. And I actually kind of enjoy watching uh, 
new movies at home more so than going to the theater. I know the theater is kind of cool. It's kind of unique. It's this this great thing. But man, I really love the ability to pause. You know, <laughs> I, I love, you know, that you could pause, grab some more popcorn, go to the bathroom, get another drink, and then come back and finish the movie. You know, like the, the problem with the movie theater is there's no way to pause, man. <laughs> when you got to go to the bathroom or your popcorn's empty, like you either just don't go to the bathroom or don't get popcorn or you get up and, and, and run and, and, and miss some of the movie. Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I have to say I'm a, I, I, I love being a home viewer of movies. Uh, maybe it's just cause I'm, I've become an old man. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I do, I do like hanging out with my wife at home. Not to mention it saves us on babysitting. I mean, honestly, that's why we really don't go to see new movies much anymore. My wife and I used to go to see new movies all the time. I mean, man, we'd see everything that's coming out. But as soon as we had a kid, it was like, hmm, $50 to see the dang movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? In addition to the ticket price, like, you know, the night out to go see the movies, like if you count babysitting, it's like a freaking hundred dollars or something, you know, like no way. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'll, I'll hang out at my home, you know, <laughs> I'll wait, <laughs> wait till it comes out on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, you know? <laughs> so yeah, they, they, they definitely captured my, my wallet with, with their offer. Uh, so anyways, uh, <laughs> So yeah, we got into watching Game of Thrones and uh it's it's amazing. I'm I'm sure all of you have probably already seen it. But, you know, the, the one thing that I think that Game of Thrones really does is it makes a uh you know, uh it it, it makes good storytelling. I I don't know, it it has really good storytelling for everybody, you know, uh, involved, right? There's a whole lot of different characters to follow. Like, so like if you find one character to be boring or appalling or, or just something that you, you're not so into, it doesn't matter because there's going to be someone else that you are interested in, right? You know, like, you know, and we, and we actually did try watching Game of Thrones, a while ago before uh this time around so back I, I i think it was like 2017 or 2018 we we started game of thrones and we got through season two and then we just kind of pooped out and quit and and what was really weird is that first time we had a couple things that kind of set us back like first okay here spoiler alert so if you haven't seen a game of thrones if you're like like me, the one person left in the world that hasn't seen it, go watch it. Uh, but anyway, spoil, spoiler alert, like, they kill uh, Sean Bean's character at the end of the first season, right? So, like, the person who you think is one of, like, the great good guys of the series just, like, bites it <laughs> season one. And what's really interesting is you really invest in his character, and so when he dies, it really hurts. Uh, and... I think that really turned us off of the series because we were like, oh man, Sean, Sean Bean's dead. What, like, what the F are we watching it for? You know, and, and I realized like the second time around, you, you have to actually get invested in other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 uh, Arya Stark, uh, and, uh, Jon Snow and, and, uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen, like those three characters, you have to really like. Those are 
my my three favorite, right? Like their character arts are awesome, <laughs> and, and and those are the ones that I'm really interested in, and the ones that I'm rooting for, right? Right? Uh, and and I realize that I had to kind of accept John Bean is going to die. Uh, so I kind of had to accept <laughs> uh, Sean Bean was going to die and and get into, uh, you know, these other characters, uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen and uh, and Arya Stark and uh, Jon Snow. And, and by the way, Arya Stark and, and uh, Jon Snow are, are both uh, uh, Sean Bean's kids. So he's Ned Stark and... Uh, you know, his two kids, uh, <laughs> have these different character trajectories. And, and I realized that you had to really kind of, I don't know, you had to <laughs> put all your, your, your emotional energy into rooting for, uh, those characters to go through it. And the other thing I think that helped us through was the fact that we knew a lot of the characters going in to watch it the second time. So when we saw that first season again, it wasn't like we were just dumped on a whole bunch of characters, right? Like like we already knew the characters, so it didn't feel so quite as overwhelming because I don't know, we felt really checked out of the series. Uh my my wife and I am talking about when I say we we felt kind of checked out by season 2 because we were just like there's so many characters, who do you care about? What are we watching? Why are we even watching this, you know? But then later on, we like we're able to know, like watching it again, we were able to, oh yeah, no, that's that guy. And that's that person. We we're able to keep track of it more. And we didn't feel like it was quite as overwhelming as it was the first time. And, and then we cared more about it. And now we're like parent binge watching, which like parent binge watching is like staying up till midnight, <laughs> watching like three episodes a night. <laughs> Like that, you know, we're, we're, we're totally like, like hooked where we're, we're actually losing sleep, you know, and, and I know staying up till midnight, you guys, man, you guys are lame, but you know, my, my kid, he wakes me up like clockwork at 6am. Uh, we, we have a little clock in his room that, uh, has a moon and a sun on it and it's not tied to the real moon and sun. It, it's tied to you know, 6.15 a.m. <laughs> At 6.15 a.m., <laughs> the sun <laughs> turns on and he's allowed to come out of his room. Well, what's funny is I'm the one he always wants to see. It's very adorable. I mean, having this little kid come and wake you up. and But it's also like, man, I just want to sleep. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I've, I've been getting a whole... <laughs> a whole lot of little sleep lately and and during the week it's fine because you know i, I that's the 6 15 is the time we wake up to get ready for work and all that kind of stuff right uh so uh you know 6 15 is is fine during the work week if he comes wakes us up but uh you know in the weekend man it'd be so nice to sleep in on weekends i can't wait for that day when my kid gets older enough to where he can just go in and turn on the tv himself or grab himself a cereal bowl or whatever <laughs> you know what I mean like that's gonna be the day <laughs> I I remember when I was a kid my, my my parents uh would always sleep in you know like I would be out there watching Saturday morning cartoons as soon as like I could turn on the tv or something like that and my parents always slept in and and now I get it <laughs> you know what I mean like now I'm like oh yeah 
I, I get it. I would love, I can't wait for that day when he is a self-sufficient man. <laughs> uh, then, then Dada can sleep in. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so we, we've been, we've been watching this through, uh, in a, uh, in a way where we're, uh, you know, watching it, uh, three episodes, two episodes a night. Uh, and then the other thing that, you know, we're also, we're also discussing while we're watching the series is that you really like, like the one thing that, <laughs> you know, the one, the one character that I think is the best in this, in this series, having watched it now, we're at season seven. So we're not quite done with the series yet. Maybe I'll check in and do another game of Thrones episode, uh, when we finally get to the end. Uh, but man, uh, Daenerys Targaryen, she is awesome. Like, like she is the best character. Like she is amazing. Like, like she, you just want her to kick ass and take names and she does kick ass and take names. Like literally any situation she finds herself in, she finds a way to like kick ass and take names. Like in, in the last season that we saw, like, like she gets, you know, kidnapped by the Dothraki and then, uh, ends up burning all the leaders alive and, and then walking out of the burning building and, and having the rest of the, <laughs> you know, Dothraki worship her and, and then follow her to, you know, fight for her. So she ends up like, <laughs> like <laughs> turning her kidnapping into <laughs> getting her own army. Like that's how badass she is. Uh, so yeah, she's, she's, you know, like, I really can't wait to see, how the end turns out, because especially, you know, uh, Jon Snow is up there fighting the White Walkers, you know, the zombies, I guess, of <laughs> the Game of Thrones world, and uh, the, uh, so zombie apocalypse is coming, there's a big wall that defends everyone, and, uh, <laughs> you know, these are, these zombies, of course, are really hard to kill, and there's only this special uh, obsidian uh, weapons that can kill them, and, uh, you know, uh, Daenerys Targaryen gets a castle that's on a mountain of obsidian. And so, you know, they finally have John and, and her meet for the very first time in the series, which it, it's interesting because a lot of the people that probably acted in the series probably didn't really meet all that much. I'm guessing because, uh, when we were looking this up, it, they, it seems that they filmed a lot of, uh, Game of Thrones in Ireland and, uh, Croatia and Iceland. So all these, uh, like frozen northern scenes were all in Iceland and then a lot of the like you know middle earth medieval scenes were in Ireland and then a lot of the you know Daenerys uh Targaryen is across the narrow sea uh in you know she's like basically like kicking ass and taking names and taking out all these cities for owning slaves and freeing the slaves and all that the breaker of chains uh <laughs> she's called and and uh you know, that was all filmed in Croatia. And so, and, and, and I think a lot of King's Landing was filmed in Croatia too. So you have these like three locations where you have the Croatia set and the Iceland <laughs> stuff and then the, you know, Ireland stuff. And, and you imagine they just don't probably meet very often, right? Because Croatia and Ireland and Iceland, they're all kind of far away from each other. So, you know, Jon Snow, who who's basically in either Iceland or I Ireland the entire time. And then uh, Daenerys, <laughs> uh, Targaryen, uh, Emily, Kit Harrington is, uh, uh, Jon Snow, and then Amelia, Emily, 
Amelia, I forget, I think it's Amelia Clark, is uh, Daenerys Targaryen, and, and like, those two uh, actors were in different countries, <laughs> you know, for filming, and, and then they meet together in this, you know, season seven, I guess, where Jon Snow has to go get the dragon glass, and, and it's interesting because, yeah, they, they probably had been working on the series for a very long time, but didn't really work with each other ever, you know? Uh, which also, uh, fun fact, uh, the guy that plays Jon Snow is married to the, uh, wildling woman that he met in, like, season two or three, I think, of, of Game of Thrones, uh, and, uh, yeah, they had a big old naked scene together, so, <laughs> you know, what a way to <laughs> meet someone, right? Like, yeah, we were just totally, like, <laughs> naked with each other, and, and now we're married. <laughs> uh, so, but, yeah, so, yeah, he's married to her, which I thought was interesting. Like, you you, you see that often on, on actors. Like, uh, there's an episode of Doctor Who uh, called The Doctor's Daughter with uh, David Tennant, and there's this uh, blonde woman who is, you know, plays his daughter in the in the episode, but, you know, they obviously met on that particular episode, and, uh, she's his wife, <laughs> you know, so, so this actress who, uh, was this one character for this one episode is the person who's married to David Ten, and I imagine that happens all the time. I imagine that actors and actresses, they just, you know, meet each other in the course of their work and start dating that person and then get married, right? Like, I, I imagine that's, you know, especially because they're, you know, that that particular lifestyle of acting is, is really you. You just got to go wherever you're told to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the guy that plays Jon Snow. Like, oh, you got to go live in Ireland, or you know, uh, go live in Iceland, or whatever. You know, like, like they they just got to do what they're told, right? And so, I imagine it's you know, for a normal person who punches a clock, it's not gonna. <laughs> really work really well because right because an actor has to keep going wherever they're told all over the world uh you know they probably don't see each other a lot you know if you meet someone on one uh movie set or something like that well then they move on to other projects and now you're you know a world apart from each other anyways uh <laughs> let's not talk about the private life of actors let's talk about how daenerys targaryen kicks ass She's got three dragons, and she is going to, you know, kick ass and take a bunch of names. And I really can't wait to see the scene where her dragons fight White Walkers, which I think is happening. Like I said, I haven't read the books, and I know the last book is even out yet. Uh, but I imagine that uh, eventually it's all going to build up to this really big epic struggle between the white walkers and the living and Jon snow and daenerys targaryen are going to band together to kick the white walker but that's my prediction for the end of the series uh because that would be awesome as far as who sits on the iron throne you know that's the whole big thing game of thrones right who's going to be the big king of the seven kingdoms or what that part's kind of boring to me honestly like i don't really care you know like 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 there was a a character for a while called stannis baratheon who was the 
one who is the rightful heir to the throne and his plot line was so boring all the time it was like uh stannis he's kind of a turd uh my my wife and i even had a joke of like you know there's a character for everyone except stannis (laughs) who really wants to be in stannis's court and then he turns out to be evil because you know he does something really terrible uh (laughs) so you know he puts his own personal self over his family and and yeah it's it's pretty horrible what he does uh but even before then he was kind of a turd uh (laughs) and and yeah not not an not a character i was interested in but you know once again if you are not interested in something you're going to be interested in something that comes up, you know, a scene or two later. So that's what the great thing about Game of Thrones is. You don't have to like everybody in the series. You could, like, hate, you know, (laughs) a lot of the characters, but as long as there's a few characters that you're like, man, these are awesome, get back to their story, please, (laughs) then you're good. And and for me, Arya Stark, Daenerys Targaryen, and uh, Jon Snow, all of those ones freaking cool Uh, some of the other ones eh 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 but uh (laughs) you know uh overall a really good series uh you know highly rated uh, among the people of the internet and i'm sure you've already seen it but if you haven't it's worth checking out i mean uh it's considered one of the best tv series of all time so just saying uh it, it definitely earned it all right, well, uh, that, that's all I have for you today. Uh, I'll probably go ahead and check in when I'm done with Game of Thrones completely, but I just had to give you what I've seen so far and, and talk about a lot of things I was thinking about. Hope you enjoyed this and have a good night. And if you see any White Walkers, basically zombies with glowing blue eyes, stick them with obsidian. So, you know, those rocks that you buy from the little rock collections as a kid, a sling with those, right? That's what we're saying. Obsidian, kind of cheap in our day. Maybe just go to the rock store. Obsidian. Well, there we go. Anyways, have a good night. Thank you for listening. 